Welcome to Radar Contact, the audio show that teaches pilots how to speak professionally and with confidence to air traffic control. And now, here's your host, airline pilot, author, and host of ATCCommunication.com, Jeff Canarish. Town and Country Traffic, Red and White Skyhawk, 4-mile final, runway 17, full stop, Town and Country. Town and Country Traffic. Blue and White Warrior, turning base, runway 17, touch and go, town and country. Town and country traffic, red and white Cessna, final approach, runway 17, full stop, town and country. You're flying the Blue and White Warrior, rolling out on base leg. Given what you just heard on the radio, where is the potential for a traffic conflict as you approach the final leg for runway 17? Furthermore, are there one or two red and white Skyhawks on final approach for runway 17? Recently, I had a couple of pilots write to me to say using your aircraft's model and color scheme when making position reports in an uncontrolled airport pattern provides more usable information to others listening on the frequency than simply using your standard call sign. Saying, for example, blue and white warrior makes you more readily identifiable to others in the pattern than saying, for example, warrior 327 uniform Mike. You know, that sounds like very good advice on the surface because when I'm flying in an uncontrolled airport pattern and I hear a red and white Cessna report on final approach, I know exactly what to look for. Or do I? Another pilot wrote to me describing the exact scenario I used to open the show. An aircraft flying in an uncontrolled airport pattern was turning base leg. The pilot of that aircraft heard another pilot of a red and white Skyhawk self-announce a position of four-mile final approach to runway 17. The pilot turning base leg made his own position report. Then he heard a red and white Skyhawk report final approach for runway 17. So the pilot on base leg thought it was only one red and white Skyhawk out there reporting first at four miles and again on short final for runway 17. But in fact, it turned out there were two different red and white Skyhawks on final approach. So put yourself in the position of the aircraft on base leg again. You hear that four-mile final approach call, and then a final approach call a little later. You look ahead and you see a red and white Skyhawk on short final, thinking you have the big picture in mind and that you'll fit in nicely behind that Skyhawk you press on. While you're wrapped up in setting the flaps, adjusting power, adjusting your glide path, cross-checking the runway, and planning your turn of final approach, a second red and white Skyhawk, the one that you heard report four-mile final earlier, is sneaking up on you from your 230 position. If one of you doesn't spot the other and take action to avoid merging, something very bad is going to happen in the next few seconds. The FAA is very stringent about how pilots should use their call signs. The Aeronautical Information Manual spells it out very clearly. The AIM says, quote, Civil aircraft pilots should state the aircraft type, model, or manufacturer's name followed by the digits and or letters of the registration number, end quote. The AIM goes on to say call signs should never be abbreviated on initial contact or at any time when other aircraft call signs have similar numbers and or sounds or identical letters and or number, end quote. If you look in the AIM at this passage, which is contained in 4-2-4 titled 
precautions in the use of call signs, you'll find the FAA considers this so important it emphasized the sentence with italics. Now, why? Why is it so important, according to the FAA, to stick with these conventions for call sign use? Because doing so avoids any chance of confusing one aircraft with another when listening to transmissions on a radio frequency. In the scenario I presented, in which the pilots were substituting their aircraft's color scheme for their registration number, a third pilot misinterpreted what he heard. He thought he heard one red and white Skyhawk report his position twice, when in fact there were two different red and white Skyhawks in very close proximity to each other on final approach. Using your aircraft's color scheme to identify yourself could place you into the very trap the FAA wants to avoid by having each pilot use a unique call sign. If you don't follow the FAA's convention and use your color scheme to identify your aircraft, and that leads to a reportable incident such as a near-miss or a collision, you won't have a leg to stand on if you survive the incident. Here's the takeaway. On its surface, using your aircraft's model and color scheme to identify yourself in an uncontrolled traffic pattern seems like a logical and reasonable tactic. If you take a deeper look at the practice, plug it into some real-world scenarios, you'll find potential for real problems with it. My recommendation is don't introduce an element of risk by going against the FAA's very clear guidance for aircraft call signs. Stick with the standards for call sign use at all times. Doing so will help protect your pilot's license and may someday protect your life. I've talked about how to pick up VFR flight following from ATC while airborne before, but since I've gotten some questions about it recently, I thought you and I would go over it again. Let's begin by saying what I'm about to talk about is purely technique. There are no hard and fast rules in the AIM or Part 91 of the Consolidated Federal Regs about how to pick up VFR flight following. In fact, you won't even find the term VFR flight following mentioned in either the AIM or the regs. The AIM does talk about basic radar service for VFR aircraft, but even here it doesn't tell you what you should say when contacting ATC for the service. Let's take a very generic approach to this problem by saying you're airborne, having departed from an uncontrolled airport pattern. Let's say you want to get in touch with an en route controller and pick up VFR flight following for traffic advisories and safety alerts. The first step in the process is to get the attention of an air traffic controller on the radio. To do this, think about how you would get the attention of a person at a service counter in a store who has his back turned to you. In that situation, it would be a waste of your time and would probably frustrate the customer service agent by immediately blurting out your request. Most likely, if you did this, the customer service agent would either say, what did you say? Or would get only part of your message. What I would do and hope you would do is first grab the person's attention by saying, excuse me, or I could use some help. Then, once you had the person's attention, you can tell them what you need. I use the same approach with ATC when making initial contact. Let's say my call sign is Skyhawk 9130 Delta, and I want to make contact with the controller serving my area in Oakland Center. Oakland Center, 
Skyhawk 9130 Delta. That's it. I wouldn't say with a request. Because if I'm making initial contact with a controller who has not heard from me before, it's implied that I will be requesting something of him. I could add to the end of my sentence VFR or for VFR advisories, but I think that might even be overkill before I've officially made contact with the controller. Your intent right now is to knock on the controller's door and introduce yourself, nothing more. You certainly do not want to ambush the controller with a long list of information such as Oakland Center Skyhawk 9130 Delta Airborne off Rio Vista climbing 3100 VFR to Oakdale at 5500 requesting VFR traffic advisories. (sighs) Remember, you're just one airplane of many in the sky. When you make initial contact, the controller is probably already working with many other aircraft. He's busy. Data dumping on him like this is not only rude, it will probably not register with him anyways. Keep it simple. Oakland Center, Skyhawk 9130 Delta. Skyhawk 9130 Delta, Oakland Center, go ahead. When the controller says go ahead, that means he has a moment to digest what you have to tell him. He may respond, Skyhawk 9130 Delta, Oakland Center, stand by. That means he's super busy at the moment. He's acknowledging you're there, but he has other pressing business before he can get to you. So let's assume the controller says, go ahead. Should you data dump on him now? No. Most people, busy controllers included, can only absorb three or four bits of data in one byte. Let's give the controller our three bits. Skyhawk 9130 Delta is off Rio Vista, climbing 3100. Request VFR traffic advisories. Skyhawk 9130 Delta, Squawk 1374 and say your intended cruising altitude and destination. Skyhawk 9130 Delta, 5,500, going to Oakdale. Comanche 30X-Ray Lima, descend and maintain 6,000. Comanche 30X-Ray Lima, leaving 8,000, descending to 6,000. Skyhawk 9130 Delta, radar contact 10 miles east of Rio Vista. Maintain VFR and advise me before changing cruise altitude. All you need to reply with at this point is... Skyhawk 9130 Delta. You could add to this by saying, we'll advise before changing cruise altitude, although that's not necessary. One other note. Some pilots have asked me if it is necessary to give the controller your aircraft's equipment slant code. For example, if you have a transponder with mode C and DME on board, should you tell the controller you are a slant alpha? Or if you have GPS in your aircraft, should you tell them you're a slant gulf? I surveyed a bunch of controllers, and every single one of them told me the exact same thing. If you are flying VFR, they could not care less if your aircraft is a slant alpha, a slant uniform, or even a slant milk carton. When a controller enters your data into his air traffic control computer, his system automatically assigns a default code of either slant alpha or slant uniform, depending on his system. In either way, the controller ignores it because it is irrelevant to basic radar service for VFR aircraft. So, in summary, there's absolutely no need to give him your aircraft slant code or suffix, depending on what you'd like to call it. All in all, here's how we deal with picking up VFR flight following from ATC while airborne. Begin by introducing yourself with your call sign. When the controller tells you to go ahead, 
Give him data in chunks of three. If he needs more information than that, he'll ask when he has the time. Do not data dump on him because not only will a data dump be more than he can handle, it will tie him up when he has more urgent business with other aircraft. As a general rule, say hello by saying who you are. Then tell the controller where you are, where you're going, and what you need, which in this case is simple VFR traffic advisories. Questions, comments? Write what's on your mind in the comments section at atccommunication.com on the page with this edition of Radar Contact titled, Aircraft Color in Place of Call Sign is a Bad Idea. Or, if you'd like to write to me directly, you can reach me at jeff at atccommunication.com. I'm also available on Twitter at twitter.com slash atc underscore jeff. There's no time for your question of the week this time because... I'm about to head out the door on a six-day airline trip. I will monitor this show's comments section as well as email and Twitter on my layovers, so write to me with your thoughts. Before we go, a shout-out to my friend and highly experienced pilot Sarah Fritz of thinkaviation.net. She just published a Kindle book called The Instrument Pilot's Survival Guide. You can pick up a copy right now at amazon.com. The price right now over the weekend is $3.99. That's a sale price because come Monday, April 25th, the price is going to go up to $8.99. Secure your copy at Amazon.com before the prices go up. I have a link to that right in the show notes for this show at ATCCommunication.com. I'll have more information about the book if you go to my other website, IFRFlightRadio.com. Music for this show was provided by Kevin McLeod at Incompetech.com on a Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0 license. If you're flying this week, I hope you have a great time and beautiful weather. I'm Jeff Canarish for ATCCommunication.com saying be well, keep in touch, and fly safe.